Good morrow and good morning, everyone. I hope you are doing well this magnanimous Saturday. Today, this beautiful day, we have the one and the only, the fugitive Mason who is no longer a Mason. His fit goals, brother, welcome to the Smoke Lounge. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. This is it's, it's exciting to be able to speak about this because it seems like it's been a major portion of my life the last couple of months, even before becoming a Mason. As a matter of fact, today I'm just two weeks old from my Masonic life. Woo! Yes. And you know what? That that video there there was so much anticipation towards when you were going to take your first degree. Like in general, I mean, I can have, we have actual conversations with other brethren, like waiting, you know, because it's it's so exciting. You're definitely, I think, at this point, one of the newest that's been most outwardly spoken in the point of like you know, documenting it, active, engaged in the TikTok Masonic Lodge. What has that been like for you? Two weeks in, any thoughts that you can share, of course? Of course. Now, I will say that the biggest surprise for me has been the open arms, the welcoming that I've gotten from, from the brothers at my lodge, in my town that aren't at my lodge, and of course, on the TikTok community that we've all formed together. Mm -hmm. It has been it's been almost overwhelming because I don't know. It's like, how many times can I say thank you? And how many times can I give virtual hugs? And it's a, it's amazing. It really is. It's like getting married into a new family that all automatically loves you. You know, that's, that's, I really like the way you put that, but at the same time with, with, with the family does come those irritating ass cousins who always have some crazy scheme of thing coming up as it goes. Oh yes. So as yeah, you Go ahead. I apologize. I was going to say, yeah, I agree. There definitely are some of those. So in, in starting into this space, let's, let's delve into really your Masonic career. Though only two weeks old, you, you're, you're not, this isn't the first time you've been here. This is a, this is a lifelong journey. This is a, a momentous occasion. So really what brought you, what brought you to the craft? What is the fraternity to you? Well, the first question that people have been asking me is who in my family were Masons before me? And my quote, my answer has been, if there were any, I never knew. And I still don't know. So my journey has actually been part of self-reflection, self-improvement. As for the last couple of years, I've really been working uh, on myself in many ways uh, with spirituality, with health and fitness, with family time, with finances and business. And part of my spiritual journey as I was researching various things, I found a couple other men's groups to be a part of, which really worked really well. But then I came across Freemasonry and I've known its existence, but I didn't know anything about it. So I started researching and that was basically it. After I researched, I found some really hilarious conspiracy theories. And I knew that one of my friends has been a Freemason for about 20 years. So I called him up like, what is, what's going, what is the deal with this thing? And he basically just told me what everyone else can tell, um, which is just making good men better, having a good time. It's everyone that is a Mason is your brother. And sometimes that ends up being a stronger connection than actual biological brothers and sisters. And I said, well, I guess I'll give it a try. That sounds one that sounds like what I'm looking for. That and sounds so like good crap. Yes, it does. So I tried it and and I love it. 
And, and and now he's here. Now he, he's he's in the den of iniquity, the den of spiritual esoteric analytical study. So in that space, as you've really come into here, coming from some of those other spiritual paths, and then likewise looking at, you know, the journey which drove you here, this this innately unique journey which belongs to you and you alone, unconsciously and unspoken, coming into the craft. What are some of the initial changes you've you're either foreseeing or that you're starting to experience? Well, one of the big things has been my obligation to studying things like the Bible, for instance. Uh, I've studied the Bible my whole life, but I've always studied it from a point of view of, well, I'm going to say a very narrow point of view based on what I was taught growing up. And yeah, that has been a big thing. And then I've discovered that the entire world, the entire universe is not just the Bible. Uh, and that's to all know that's my personal point of view. That's my personal thing. And that doesn't apply to everyone. But that is something that has it's really opened me up. Now, that's that book is still my that's my core of my foundation of faith. But it is still something that uh, I don't I don't even know if I'm answering this right, but I'm answering best I can. No, honestly, so I, it's, I love that answer. It, it is something that it's it's really opening me up because I'm seeing so much openness and sharing. Uh, and I've even listened to other points of view uh, within the brotherhood that completely do not align with mine. But mine can end in mine, don't align with theirs. And we don't have to fight about it. We can just share. It is is the only place I have ever experienced that. It is the only place so far. Literal goosebumps you talking about that because I completely agree. Like, I mean, it didn't matter if I was walking into a rural Missouri lodge full of some rather different ideology. I walked into that space and felt this fraternal love and engagement that it challenged the shit I knew at my house that I knew from my family. You know, you talked about that a bit earlier. And I was like, yeah, I think he gets it. Mm -hmm. I think he gets it. That's yeah, absolutely. And so it's, it's helped me spiritually to be able to grow and even to be able to accept more points of view and not that I really had a, I had trouble with it in the past, but it's really opened my mind to be able to, to really know that there's, there are great people who can think and believe in a different way than I, that are still brilliant. They're geniuses. And that doesn't remove my ability to be a brilliant person or a genius like person uh in any other sense and uh or nor anyone else and i don't know it's it's very enlightening Enlightening. i really like the way you broke that one down yeah Yeah. enlightenment you'll know that that's a good word we like that word here yes and i still don't understand yes he does yeah and i love watching his lives and it's just People ask him every 12 seconds, what is that on your head? That's enlightenment. <laughs> so. I always give them the, the our, our TikTok Masonic brethren who are so, there's Brother Fluff, Harper Crates, uh, what is Miho? They're on live. They deal with, they deal with people on a, I don't have the patience. I'm going to be real with you. I'm so happy we have the brethren who are ready to take it forward, to take the conversation out, to start asking questions and presenting themselves to answer them. I am. Uh, I do not have the patience uh, or the ability to repeat myself that many times. I'm like, this is. I like the whole like it's a YouTube video. 
you know, it, it's you can rewind and rewatch. I don't have to re repeat that it. Oh. And that it always feels like TikTok is this kind of. You see a lot of these circular waves, including in conspiracies. Now, when it comes to conspiracies, you know, you have just started this this lifelong journey and into this space. You talked about some of those conspiracies, those crazy ones you heard. Take us through those. What are some wild things you've heard about the craft? Oh, I've heard everything from uh, Masons uh, sacrifice people, sacrifice babies, sacrifice animals. Um, that uh, that all Masons are satanic, and uh, I've heard the the opposite, uh, still to the extreme, that they're all uh, extreme Christians in disguise, uh, and I've heard that they're all secretly a part of the Catholic Church, who is trying to all take over the world. I've heard. Oh shit, oh, man! I love these. I, you yeah. know, the, the lengths by which you have to go to on an imagination level is like Stephen King level fiction. When you talk about connecting some dots, I wish we could. Have, I feel like our world would be a better place if it could be controlled by a force like that. But Christ, is it? <laughs> it can't be. There's too many people. There's too many diverse ideas, too many different countries. I mean, to think about there being some uh, underlying uh, mission within Freemasonry to to take over something at a large scale, whether it be a nation or the world. When uh, I've spoken to brothers who have extreme difficulty running their lodges individually, there are there are no problems that are going to be uh, too great or too small to to prove that we cannot rule the world. It's we just can't do it. I mean, legitimately, I think when you look at it just in general, it's like, did you, did, has anybody grown up in a household that everything was perfectly in order? You know, there was no bump there, no young. I've never seen it. I can't conceive of it. I think it's beautiful that we as people are able to, like, con that tells me that we, surely, we could conceive of the idea of God, the idea of some supreme force and divinity, if, even in the extreme, our minds are possible. I believe that's, that's one of the things that will connect me into conspiracy theories, right, is like, I don't necessarily think it's important like what the conspiracy theory is, but I think on a level, having some kind of deeply logically rooted belief in something that you've, you've gone through this scholarly process with, that you've gone through this, because any conspiracy theory, I, conspiracy theorists I've met, because I like a lot of our brethren are them. It's not that they don't do their research. In fact, they really do their research. And oftentimes I sit here going, well, shit, I don't know. I haven't done enough research to be able to contest your point. Right. It, it's, it's an impossible task because there's so much information about everything, everywhere, in every language. So it's no one person can debunk everything, nor can one person provide all the proof for any conspiracy or anything else otherwise. But the knowledge will shall. always be endless. Oh, yes. 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 I think it's that's an endless key goal. Oh, I can't wait till you take your second degree. I can't wait till you take your second degree. Well, it's going to be a while. Uh, my my lodge has a built-in one year for entered apprentices. So um, I will okay. be a, an entered apprentice for a year. Um, the lodge, my lodge, which is actually Lodge of the Mystic Tie, number 222 in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Um, I haven't actually shared that publicly with anyone yet, but here you go. You got the exclusive. Now, Ooh, I got the DL. Hell yeah. That's right. Now... 
this particular lodge is one that it's it's fairly new. Um, while it has an old charter, it was it was redone and renamed because it was an abandoned lodge essentially. Uh. So they simply took that that charter, changed the name, and and reformed it new. So uh, I was the first person to petition at this lodge, and also the first person, of course, to be initiated at this lodge with its new name um, and its new location. It was in a different part of Mississippi altogether. But this particular lodge also is trying to uh, bring back some of the older traditions that a lot of lodges in Mississippi don't have. And, you know, everyone, including myself, even though I don't know quite enough yet to to say too much because I just don't know what exists. But we all still recognize and respect all of the the Masonic lodges in all of Mississippi. They're just trying to do something older and traditional, more along the lines of stuff from 200 years ago. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons that I will have. I think of people like Danny, for instance, who is uh, not NEA yet. He's even getting voted on sometime either this week or next week. Uh, he'll be a master mason before I'm even a fellow craft. But that's just because of the way that our lodge works. And you know what, though, it's but fine. like there is a huge, so I'll go off on it. I won't go off on the tangent. I'll bite my tongue and be, be well-mannered, right? So I am. I don't think that, I don't think any lodge should confer degrees faster than a degree a year, right? So traditionally, the EA served seven years. Fuck me, right? Yeah. You can look up like traditional just builder's guilds. You spent a stupid amount of time doing nothing but hitting rocks, like, but, but, you know, like just really base stuff. So, and you, and you did that until you were damn good at it. And so we have this conception in society today that it's instant satisfaction, it's instant gratification. And I'll be honest, the magic that I've learned, the, the, the beauty, the mysticism, the spiritual secrets, which have been deeply rooted, like I'm still an EA. Like I, I'm a master mason, but like I mean, in the sense that like in life, I am an EA. My position, I am I am young. There's I got shit I gotta figure out, whether I like it or not, I do. And so if I had been able to spend more time in that actual degree, that symbolic degree, personally, I think I could have made a better connection with that. I could have taken more from it rather than having to do this lovely backpedaling thing and and roll back and have to kind of go like am i really a master mason because i don't feel like it i don't know that i don't you know that there's a difference right you can definitely feel that space i think i think you really are set up for success in that and i support your lodge by that well thanks i support them too uh, i really do like what they have set up and it actually matched really well with my personal journey as you mentioned at the beginning my name that you first knew me as is his fit goals my name is frank but his fit goals were because I was documenting my personal fitness goals and not just physical fitness, but financial fitness and spiritual fitness and all this other fit. I was just calling everything fitness because it worked for me. This works. And I wasn't trying to do anything at, you know, an incredible Hulk level. I wasn't trying to go fast. I was trying to be methodical and careful. First, I was being careful with my fitness physically. Uh, because in the process of trying to get healthier and more fit, I was finding myself, I was injuring myself because I was going too hard. So I decided to slow that down. And also I was trying to delve too much into spiritual awakening, spiritual understanding. And I was getting overwhelmed mentally and emotionally from it. 
And so when I found out, when I, when I talked to this, uh, this lodge, when I talked to uh, the worshipful master of the lodge, when I first called, uh, he told me, he very bluntly broke down that like there are other lodges in Hattiesburg, which is the, the town nearest me uh, where there's lodges, um, where you can be a master mason in three or four months, uh, not hours. And here's why. And it's because it's a slow learning process and they want to, they want it to be more than just memorizing what's ready for fellow craft, but to actually learn more between then and to be prepared for it emotionally and uh, I guess internally, spiritually, and also gain more education before even getting to that point and even perhaps doing a presentation uh, for the lodge before yes. uh, Bellacraft. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you. I love your lodge so much. Just in general, that they've, <laughs> that, they've, that they've helped align with these goals that you innately carry in yourself, you know, that it is quality, not quantity. It's not about speeding through it. It's about making sure that each step was made, marked and measured. Oh my God. I came into my lodge and I was like, yo, you know, like what kind of paper am I going to be writing to move from this degree to like, you want to, you want to, you want a PowerPoint, you want to, you want a movie, like what you want, how can I prove to you? I've come to these points. So the fact that they're really leaning in on that, they started with that honest balance. I'm like, Ooh, that's, these are goals. These are goals. Mm -hmm. They're, they're good goals. They're fun goals. And uh, it's been, it's been great. Like, um, just being able to learn, they gave me tons of paperwork to read, which is, has been great. Um, and before going through initiation, they gave me all, they printed out all the, the, the bylaws and, and, and everything for, uh, the Grand Lodge and for this specific lodge. Uh, some of the information was old because I still have the old lodge name on it, but it didn't matter. It's the same one. And, and it's been, it's been a very welcoming and not overwhelming process. I don't feel rushed, but I also, I still feel an inch, uh, an inch, no, a sense of urgency to, to do things because they're always talking with me. We have an internal chat group, uh, for our lodge and they, they immediately invited me, you know, that night after initiation. And, you know, they've been extremely friendly and helpful and just guiding me along the way. While I have, you know, I was assigned a mentor. Uh, everyone has been a mentor. And it's, you know, it's like, yeah, this, this brother's my mentor. But they're all mentoring me the same. And it's been wonderful. Well, that's, that, that makes me so happy to hear especially because i'll be honest a lot of people who come into the fraternity and often this could either be due to misaligned assumptions or preconceived notions but however, however it may be or reception right a lot of people come into the fraternity and they have a bad experience and it's not a bad as in you know negative something like bad actually happens to them it's just there's a misalignment of expectations some people really see it as this like it's 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 an educational system you know it's almost like a post it's like a like a postgraduate education school as other people see it as like a boys club some people see it as a community group you know there's a lot of these different views towards the fraternity and how individual each individual brethren kind of chooses to make it fit 
So when we look at like what motivations, you know, what really, what made you decide on the fraternity? Because you talked about different fraternal groups, different organizations, even in spirituality, the, the Christianity's got a bajillion of them, if you're familiar with the space. So why, why'd you stop here? Well, this is one that wasn't limited and wasn't so, it, well, for one thing, it wasn't expensive. And that was one of the things with me is that I found a fantastic men's group. Uh, it's based out of California, but it is worldwide. It's not nearly as large as Freemasonry. And they are genuinely wonderful, good men. I truly believe that. And I like them and I've made some great friends in that group. But I had to stop because the one of the things that it was centered around was business growth, which is something I wanted to do separately, but not necessarily with a men's group. A men's group to me is something that I want. It, it is it is a personal spiritual thing. It is friendship. It is bonding uh, at a personal level with people. Sorry, someone's here. At the oh, door. You, I'm good. You're good. But um, but I couldn't. I really couldn't find what I was looking for in that group. Uh, you know, if I wanted to continue on with like a, a business partnership thing, that's a great place. Uh, it, it was a very expensive place. Definitely the value in the business realm, but it wasn't what I was looking for. So I said, I'll still, I'll keep in touch, but no thanks. And then here is what I found. This is, this is what I'm looking for. So when you went, because, and I'll be honest, there was an incredible amount, like there was this, this digital uproar when you're like, when that, when that video came out, like my new title, I was personally overwhelmed with joy or because i because you i was really surprised when i saw your video with the hashtag future freemason i saw somebody duetting it. i saw somebody stitching it and they're like yo and i was like holy fuck not one beautiful candidate but two and they're choosing to use modern systems of innovation to organize like this journey i was like it's not okay all right i need i need to learn so let's talk about what really motivated you to start this movement hashtag future freemason which is insane like looking forward into the future you will be responsible for far more than i think you are you are uh, willing to take responsibility for but that yeah. hashtag is incredible <laughs> what started it? when i first use it uh i i don't remember how many it was but there were already a couple thousand uh maybe two or three thousand people that had used it uh in the past and i thought that was great thought, okay i'll use this but then i did a search for it and i literally couldn't find anyone that had used it and i thought that was strange so apparently it was used but those videos are long gone and no longer part of the searchable database so that's when i decided to just bring it up into something that we can all use and uh, last time I checked, it had about 103,000 uses now. And I know that it's not all future Freemasons. And sometimes it's um, it's Masons who are, are promoting that idea or trying to help. But I use it um, not, I don't post with it anymore because it's not, it's not my future. I'm currently a Freemason but I still search for it and I'll look to see who's posting on it. And then I'll go find future potential brothers and I'll go follow them and I'll talk to them and I'll answer their questions. You know, sometimes they use it for fun. 
because it it is a it's not trending but it's on the small side of trending and so I mean, it, yeah it. it's definitely what it, it's it's trending enough that the tiktok fuckers have decided to take away our hashtag freemason they've taken away our masonic stickers so there's something there's something to it that, 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 that i don't know so i get what you're saying with that one right and uh i just got messages messages two days ago about someone starting to use it making videos for the first time he, he met with his uh, potential future lodge uh, after petitioning uh, i think last night or night before last something like that he hasn't made a video about it but he did say that it went well and hey it's exciting to be able to still communicate with with uh some potential future brothers in the fraternity so you know great. your your impact it really is it's large and i mean and i say that in the sense that because on a level it's it, you you let's look at two aspects right all of your content it's good content visually very pretty very pretty to look at but the the details the background the scene you have experience clearly in cinematography in in, in the visual field in this digital era so when i look at that and when i talk and i look at how you've captured the message how you always carry the message you know a lot of us get very cartoonish with how we take the fraternity because it's so close to home we can kind of like but you represent it in such an honorable way in such a, a fraternal way even before you cross that threshold that many of us were like yo that is what we want to see those are the qualities which embody a freemason so one i just on behalf of all of us thank you for your time your dedication your energy to choose to document because it, it, it's those who have the ability and apply it that is where you begin to take shade under the shelter of that building and I look at this space and I look at me just looking at your background, scanning around us. And like, there's a fucking ax back there. Like what? Yeah, I, right there. <laughs> I, I love it. The, the, but visually it looks great in, in our era of media and communication. Unfortunately, the book is judged by its cover. Oftentimes you'll see people, younger generation millennials as it is, they'll see that a less than positive quality because a Mason may not care about the quality of their phone or how this video looks. It's about the met, you know, different views you have just embodied because of the, your professionalism you've carried this clear image into it that i really i'm so excited i'm so excited and likewise with your ability to take a very traditional approach to the craft to the space where it's not all three of your degrees in a single day it's not you know i took my degrees a month apart and i pushed and i fought and i tried to get for them but i i suffered because of that so when i look at the way that you're positioned and you're set up man, I just want to be your camera guy, boo. Like, I want to capture this and really do everything we can. And that's why we're making a movie. That's why we're making a movie. And that's why we're that. making a movie. <laughs> yeah. You you have given me some tremendous compliments just now, and I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I I guess this is how this is how I communicate. This is this is one of my crafts, um, for, you know, using using video, using live stream, using drones and cinematography, uh, audio. I have, you can't really see much of it, but I don't know. I, I have a microphone on an arm here, but uh, you know, it's, it's the same as you with, with that aspect. And it it's just something that that I can do. It's It's how I know how to speak. It's how I know how to communicate online. And while I definitely have produced some really goofy and funny videos before, that is not the core of who I am or how I communicate. 
uh, unless I'm with my kids, of course. I'm pretty goofy with them. But yeah, I, thank you for the kind words. I really thank you. I, I don't know what else to say about it. I do not hear you. I don't hear you. Can you? God damn it. You know, and that would have been funny if I would have been recording it, but it helps if you unmute the damn thing. No, so in general, I won't continue to to, to bask in, in in the light of your greatness, but I will I will leave it that you know you you are valued, you are appreciated, and all that time and that energy does not go unnoticed, despite the fact that the internet may be the internet. So moving on from the 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 necessary ego stroking, looking at the future, I'd like to see how you see the future of oh wait, hang on. I had a question, sorry. Blonde hair and sure. sporadic mind. Why do you, no as, as a Christian or, or, or an individual who has studied the Christian faith, we'll leave it at that. I am a Christian. Um, okay. So why do you think the fraternity of Freemasonry, which goes back as far as it does, even into some speculated ancient origins, why do you think it uses Christianity as, a, as, its, as its really prime, it's not Christianity, but a story from within it as it is, uh, as, its, as its teaching tool? It would be hard to know that without knowing exactly when the ideas of Christianity and the use of the Holy Bible started becoming part of Masonry, they becoming part of the, the secret group of operative Masons. You know, at, at what point did that happen? that inspire them to do that, because that's something that I don't know when it happened. And so the fact that it does happen, I can only assume, at least from my point of view, that it happens because of the righteousness of the teachings of, of true Christianity, not fake Christianity, like uh, some of the televangelist BS that's out there. Yeah. But, but true believers who are, who are able to study for themselves and believe for themselves and see the purposes and the symbols given to us by God that can be applied to all these things that we are learning here on earth um, and maybe even beyond one day. But that is, that, that's why I think it is. I think it's because people have been able to see the truth in the truth in Christianity and compare it to and utilize the truth within geometry, within, within the physical plane. And they can, they, they fit perfectly in so my opinion. Anyway. Let's talk about that. How do we, how do we merge and mirror this idea? Because especially as the end apprentice, as an individual starting it, you like, okay, I get that G is God. I get that it's, but also you said it's geometry. How do we, how have you individually started to bridge these concepts of the divine and then likewise the geometric? It has definitely been something that I'm just starting to learn, but a lot of it has to do with, if we look at nature, for instance, which I believe that nature is divine. Sexy words. If we, thank you. If you look at, if you look at, patterns in nature you go to a microscopic level on something like uh 
a single molecule of salt, for instance. It, it is a crystal, it is shape. It has angles that can be measured. If you look at a flower, it is a shape that can be repeated over and over again. Look at a snowflake and it is almost always six sides. It is a crystal that grows on a crystal of itself and the crystal is made of water. That is divine geometry in nature that we have to utilize. We have to, we have to interact with it. We can't avoid interacting with nature. We cannot avoid interacting with, with this aspect of divinity. It's part of who we are. You know, diamond people cut diamonds for rings at specific angles because it brings out the beauty and the reflection of the diamond. Uh, but it really isn't the diamond they're seeing. They're seeing the light that is being brought through the light through the diamond because of the angles cut into the diamond. And that's still part of nature. And that's still part of God's creation. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's magical. That's a metaphysical mystery, some enigmatic. There's an another E word there to match, but dude, I love that. I love the hell out of that, especially when you look at it like, what's attractive about the gem is not the gem, but it's how it's been able to call the light through it. What's attractive about the person is not the person, but how it is shining the light of the self and soul through. Oh, oh, brother Frank, if I knew we were going to be getting so hot, I would have worn different clothing. Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Yeah, I'm starting to sweat in here. Yep. <laughs> I love this. I love this. This is the root of why, and to be honest, I'm a part of the craft. Why I love to be here is I love these conversations, being able to learn and to grow. And I have, and being able to sit here and talk with you in these spaces, I really feel like I've been able to appreciate appreciate the journey, right? And that first step, it, oftentimes you leap into it and, it and you don't take the time to be patient, especially being young and stupid. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm not patient with that I should be, that if I would, I could appreciate more. And this one of those moments where I really, uh, I'm very grateful for you in this time to, to hear this wisdom and to hear this space that I don't think I would be able to appreciate if not for the beautiful, you know, and now like, mystery of you you're enigmatic in this place because the craft is you know it, 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 those three degrees they start with knowledge and then be the prime of your age and then entering to dotage and you've come to a point in time where you've lived a lot of your life not all of it not in the slightest but you've lived life you've enough to experience it to taste it to know its flavor so to come to this point in time where you are then being able to co to basically come back to not a place of formation but a place of discipline and discovery I'm, I'm like, I feel like your perspective is very, very valuable. Very, very valuable, especially to those young fuckers in the craft. <laughs> well, I'm still young in the craft. So like I said, I'm only two weeks old as of this recording. But uh, yeah, I've definitely lived uh, a lot of life. I'm, I'm going to be 45 in just a couple of days. And so I've definitely experienced a lot. Everything from just growing up with the weird family I grew up with, uh, whose family isn't weird, and just just living what I've I've lived, you know, uh, joining the military, um, trying to be a professional musician therein, uh, and then becoming uh, an IT person, uh, a family man, raising kids, uh, having a wonderful wife. Um, it's 
it, it is a it's a vast amount of knowledge for one person. People live life and they don't think about what they've lived. They don't think about what they've learned. And they just simply live and react. And they don't reflect. And that's part of my journey is to reflect. So that's a big part of it. And I guess you could say part of it is reflecting light. There's some further sexy Masonic words there. Oh, I love that reflection. Love it. Thank you. Oh, Brother Frank, that is a beautiful. Okay, so let's look at this. As as we come to the to the terryho of this this initial conversation, because we will have more, I guarantee, especially because we're building a movie and you are a big part of it. Uh, what would you like to send off any future Freemason with as they as they may be tuning into this podcast and chat? Well, first, definitely use the hashtag wherever you are, future Freemason. Make that something. Uh, Use that so we can find you, so we can communicate with you, so we can answer your questions and find us, ask us questions. Don't ask the generic internet questions because you will get some truth, but you will get more lies than truth most of the time. So talk to us, be friendly. And then when it's time and you're ready, just ask, just ask. Ask someone, ask one of us, ask someone locally. Um, we're not going to come find you uh, other than to search for you if you've already started the process and you've used the hashtag, but otherwise we're not going to go find you. you you've, got to, you've got to knock on the door. So I encourage you to simply uh, don't give up. Be patient. Sometimes it takes a long time and it'll be fine. Brother, what beautiful words. What beautiful words. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to talk with me. I appreciate it immensely. And I look forward to the continued collaboration with you. Thank you for this. I said thank you again. I'll stop talking. Bless you, brother. Hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for your time. Thank you also. I hope you have a wonderful day as well. Take care. Cheers.